When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Luke and Pete show with me, Luke. It's the show that's not really a show. A half hour deep dive into absolutely nothing. And as regular listeners will know, I'm usually well captained by my old mate Pete. Um, But Pete is in Japan at the moment, travelling around, getting up to no good, and also recording some episodes of Abroad in Japan, which is another Stakhanov podcast you should absolutely go and subscribe to now, whether you love Japanese culture or not. There's plenty in there to enjoy. Search uh, Abroad in Japan wherever you get your pods. I had uh, Setmeal Sam deputising last week, and a fine bloody job he did too. To links all about perfect burgers, how to make scrambled eggs, and what it was like growing up in the valleys of Wales. Well, this time around, I'm joined by another legend of Stakhanov podcasting. It's Jack Dean. Hello, mate. Of Jack Makes Happy Hour. Can I just say, Pete's always in Japan, isn't he? I know. I like. I, I, know. I, I used to be a fan of, well, I still am a fan of the Ramble, but before yeah. I ever met you, I was a fan of all of you guys. It seemed like every fucking week he was like, yeah. going, oh, I shouldn't swear on here, should I? Yeah, you can do what you want. Oh, good. Yeah. All right, fuck. I'll get yeah. out of my system now. Yeah. How I'm, are you? I'm good, mate. I'm very well. And, and yeah, Pete is always away. Um, we normally pre-record these mm. um, in, in advance for when he's going to be away, but we've just been so busy that we thought, you know what? Let's just get some other people in. Let's just yeah. get some fresh voices in. So when I go away, he's going to get someone else in. Oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> so you you've picked people you kind of work with here at the at the at the network. Yeah. What kind of people is uh, uh, he going to bring? Probably in? Probably Alex from the canteen, <laughs> uh, the geezer from the London Underground station. <laughs> I, I had no idea. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, hopefully it'll be someone else from from a, from a stack show. So maybe Alex Zane or Mark Haynes or someone like that. Mm. Um, but but Jack, you are um, someone who is you're probably the most famous person. In this in this stable of, of podcast, turn your phone off. That's, yeah. that's, 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 that's the first part. Um, oh, it's Lloyd's Bank saying I've gone into my overdraft. So. It's rapper Lloyd Banks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you live your life via YouTube, right? Yeah. So tell us, tell us what what that's like. Um, what do you mean? What is it like? What's it like being a YouTuber day yeah, to day? You do Jack Makes Happy Hour, which is a podcast that comes out once or twice a week. Yeah. On, on Stakhanov. Yeah. And we you do it with um, Stevie and with Jordan. Jordan yeah. yeah. Um, and, and people can go and listen to that if they want to learn about that. It's a great show. It's lots of fun. But but this came about because you're a YouTuber. Yeah. How old are you now? I'm 26. I'm 27 soon. So you've never had a proper job? Never had a proper job. Well, I have had a proper job. I worked at Bella Italia serving pizzas for about six months, but that was during my time as a YouTuber. So people used to come in and think, it's not going very well. Do they recognise you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, On my first day, I spilt cream all over this man's coat, and uh, I was I was terrified. I went bright red in the face and then I went home and somebody tweeted Jack mate served me at work today threw cream all over my dad <laughs> really? I was like I can't be here much longer the kid was like he's probably doing that for his YouTube video <laughs> yeah, yeah. doing that for his channel yeah I went yeah. pranked and yeah. the crew came out from, from the kitchen <laughs> so what is it like living your life on YouTube because to me I feel like it'll be a fucking nightmare it, it is yeah yeah I'm, I'm kind of like a YouTube well you know uh, Luke um, I nearly called you Pete then no uh, I don't take it too serious so I, I, there's a lot of YouTubers that are that, that live in YouTube so their whole life is they have to hang around with other YouTubers they have to do this have to do that I'm just 
I basically see myself as unemployed, (laughs) (laughs) and I occasionally make the odd video. That's the way I I see it, because I think you can be consumed by it quite easily. Mm. Um, Obviously, Alex, a good friend of mine who who was an original host of the Happy Hour, uh, he he said himself, well, once you you live by by the the, the law of YouTube, you that's all you can think about and friendships start being a bit fake because like for example, I'll go to YouTube conventions, the first thing people say when they meet you is how many subscribers you got? That's oh, not really? a normal opening no, question. No. So it's um it's very it's a very artificial kind of network. So I I try to just And and the normal and the normal question would, would be should be in a proper friendship how many beers have you already had? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that's, Pete. that's a good segue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't yeah. even planning that. So uh, you you are of course a regular listener to all of our shows. Mm. So you know all about the um the favourite type of beer. Yeah. You've got something to bring to this table, presumably. Because I'll tell you what we'll do. After the ad break, as normal, we'll do a lot of emails. People have mm-hmm. emailed it in their droves about the different types of beers. Yeah. I do feel a little bit kind of conscious that there are people out there who don't drink beer right. who won't be able to relate to this. But but when you say, when you say what type of beer are you... Do you, can you sw- can you bend the rules a little bit and like if you're a cider man can you yeah. say what kind of cider are you Yeah but I'm talking about the 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 situation of beer Of course yeah but but what about if you Oh okay so you, not not a beer but a cider instead Yeah 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 can you sw- no Yeah I think you probably can because I was talking to someone the other day about this I said I was come up on the show and um we we then started talking about different types of satisfying drinks like uh, the sundown, the G and T. That's right. not a beer, but it's got to be right up there. Yeah. After a long day's work, or you're on holiday, as the sun's going down, you have a yeah. nice G and T with a little lime in it. Yeah. That's not, a great version. I like that. I, I was once sent. Um, part of my job is obviously to do to do brand deals, and uh, I was sent numerous, too many crates from VK. You know, like the Alka Pop. Is that still going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not. Are you are you thinking about WKD? No, I'm thinking about VK. There's different colours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they sent me loads of crates, and then. I didn't have any beer in the house one day, so I come back home from probably recording the show and uh, was just just drinking VKs from my house. On your own? Yeah, that was was a low point, I'll be honest. And they still sell them? Yeah, they still sell them, yeah, yeah. They sent me some custom VK trainers. Never worn. (laughs) (laughs) They're horrible. Thanks very much. I'm obviously never going to wear them. Yeah, they had emojis on. Did they? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's like someone's gone, what do YouTubers like? (laughs) <laughs> Alka pops and emoji. Yeah. Get him on a trainer. Yeah. Like I'm a 15 year old goth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 26. Do you do you think you have in any way a normal life? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It would be easy to to not have that, but because um, up until recently, my my fiance Fiona's just worked in retail and we just sort of lived together in a little place in Norwich. I've ma- I've maintained that, but um, yeah, yeah, I'd say so. What was it like growing up in Norwich? Fucking brilliant. Was it good? Norwich is class, yeah. Yeah, well, when I was like going, you know when you go through your like edgy 18, 19 years? Yeah. I was like, I hate Norwich. When I come to London, like, yeah. where dreams are made. Yeah. And then I got to London and hated it. Did you? Yeah, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. So not you, a fan. You always come in and go out again, don't you? Straight away, yeah. Like, I, I don't want to hang about. Like, a lot of my London friends, like, you know, we're, we've got to catch up soon. We've yeah. got to have a beer. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never going to happen. Because no. I just want to go straight away. Yeah. Like, after this, I've got to go into central London for a few things. Dreading it. Dreading it. That's weird, because I, I, really, I really like living here. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, but that's because you're a man about town, isn't you? I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I, I can see. I can You've got see. Heelys on. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Down the street. Yeah. You know me, mate. I'm like so. People who who've listened to the show but can't picture me, just picture 
Like a really old Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future. That's me. <laughs> Skateboard or Heelys down the street. Well, you did say before before we started that you look like my dad. I, I feel like when I saw our, our, our faces up on the screen, because mm. with Pete, I can look at Pete and go, yeah, we're, we're, we're <laughs> the same age. Yeah. 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 He's weirder than me, so it makes me feel comfortable. <laughs> this whole thing is about me feeling less insecure because I'm, Pete's mad. Right. And I think, well, I'm not mad though. No. So I'm, I've got loads of faults and loads of people online hate me, as yeah. you probably have the same. Yeah. But Pete's mental. So yeah. it's fascinating to me to talk to him about the way he thinks about things. Yeah. A friend gave me a vape that was illegally imported from California, like a little all-in-one vape that was uh, breath-activated when you suck in like that. Uh, the, the weed comes out. Mm. And, uh, yeah, no, not people talk about weed like it's the most creative uh, drug. Uh, I wrote one thing when I was off my head last night. Marine Kong Karate. Right. I was imagining, I think, some kind of King Kong character dressed as a karate master at the docks. So yeah. that's the limits of my 1960s era sort of Beatles journey. It's like 1998 all <laughs> over again, Pete. <laughs> I say this all the time. You know Pete a little bit. Mm. People talk about the fact that we play up how crazy he is. But yeah. I don't think we do. I think we, we sort of downplay it a little bit. Yeah. Really. See, I don't know because I've never, I've never seen the, the the crazy side of him. But every now and then, you'll see a little spark or a little line that you think I wouldn't have ever said that. Or, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And I barely know him. So he does this thing where he says something outrageous, and then he looks at you and he knows that you're thinking, "What are you doing?" And he'll go before you can say anything. He'll go, "What? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, what? yeah." It's like yeah. challenging you to, ch- to question. Yeah, that's like it's, it's a bit similar to like last night. I was around my nan and granddad's, and that they are of a different era yeah. a bygone era well, you'd hope so wouldn't you yeah. that'd be weird <laughs> yeah, yeah. the same age as you that'd be weird <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it yeah. and, how old's uh, your granddad 27 <laughs> <laughs> and I, I purposely just obviously this would never ever be something I'd do publicly but I'll just sit there and it'll, it'll be like a lovely Sunday setting and I'll just say like the most outrageous thing I can because of just how accepting they are of it they go yeah yeah it's like why are you not challenging me on this that's mental yeah. and like I, I, i'll read like things like so when you, you i follow a lot of these like uh brexit pages just because i find it quite funny mm. and there was one did you see the one where they said that the muslims were going to change the name of big ben to massive muhammad <laughs> and i read that to my granddad he's like disgusting yeah. <laughs> i knew it would happen yeah. it's been in the pipeline for ages yeah, yeah. yeah. That's funny. Oh dear. Well, I like I like with my granddad. He's he's amazing. He's just an amazing mm. bloke. And I like um like introducing him to like young younger things. Yeah. And he's really into it. So like mm. it's it's actually been a bit of a, a thorn in my side because I I'll introduce him to something like a smartphone. Right. And then he'll want one. Yeah. So I got him one for Christmas a few years ago, and now he's saying that the smartphone screen's too small, so he needs an iPad. <laughs> can, I, can he have one for Christmas? Of course, he's got no idea how much they are. Yeah. So I, I'll go and buy him one for Christmas, and then I'll get phone calls every five minutes about how to work it. Anyway, but I showed him, um, I showed him Jurassic Park. Um, I, I don't know. If I, I might have said this on the show before, but I, I showed him Jurassic Park for the first time, and he's watching it, and the, and the power lines go down, and the dinosaurs get out, and I say, "Grandad, you seen what's happened there? The power lines have gone down, and the dinosaurs are going to get out." And he's like, and there's people in the park. I was like, yeah. And he goes, it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> he's, he's just so into it. So sinister. Yeah, he's, he's loving it. Did he think it was a documentary? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, it's brilliant. But um, what, what have you been up to recently, Jack? We normally sort of run through what's been going on. How's your weekend been? Um, good, mate. Good. Uh, obviously, we had that storm yesterday. Oh, yeah. 
I uh, we were one of only three matches in Norfolk that had our game still go on. Sunday so you played Sunday league football? Yeah, played and Sunday it, league football. And it must have been hit hard because Norwich is really flat. Yeah, yeah, just load, no protection. load of fields, load of fields. And our, our skipper didn't turn up yesterday, so deputy here. What kind of captain is I, he? I stepped up. Um, he, he's been on the show before. He's he's just he's a he's a leader. He's a leader. He's a cool leader. I wouldn't go apart from when it's a bit windy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't go uh, Terry. I'd go more Perlo esque. I don't know if Perlo was a captain, but he looks like him. So, so he's, he just um, what he kind of leads by example. Yeah, yeah. So I, I stepped up to the to the to the plate. Is that is that a phrase? Baseball plate. That's a base football. Oh phrase, right. Yeah. Okay. You always learn something on this show, don't you? That's what I like it's, about it's it. It's normally incorrect, but you do learn <laughs> something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, no, yeah. So the 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 ref took me and the other skipper into the changing rooms and was like, "I'm calling this off." And we was like, no, no, you're not. We've got a team out here. Yeah. Some of our players travel an hour to play this. Yeah. So we played. What are some of the towns they would have come from? Uh, Bungie, this. Yeah. <laughs> are you familiar with these? Bungie's a good name for a town. Isn't yeah, it? well good. Yeah. What's it like? Uh, it's all right. We've we've got uh, Wyndham. Yeah. Google how you spell that. That'll blow your, blow your mind. Is it W-Y-N-D-H-A-M? No, it's Y-Mond-Ham. Wow. Yeah. But it's pronounced Wyndham. Wyndham. Uh, I think it's just in Norfolk people go, Wyndham. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? When you say you're from Norwich, you're actually from Norwich. I am from centre Norwich. Centre okay. City. okay, so you are. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pisses me off when people say they're from Norwich and they're from like Heatherset. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not. one of your more niche complaints? Because <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm from Portsmouth, but I grew up in Gosport, but I, don't, I feel like no one knows where Gosport is. No, I've heard you mention this a lot on your yeah. shows, and I don't have a clue. No. no. Well, so I can paint a mental picture. Mm. Where is it then? Is so it- Portsmouth is. Um, on sort of this side of the harbour. Right. You've got Portsmouth Harbour like that, and on this side is Gosport. So it's the other side of the harbour. Okay. But it's got a PO postcode. It's its own town, really. Yeah. It's a big town of about eighty or 90,000 people. Right. But you know, I mean, I just felt like when I first moved to London, no one really gave a shit about the small town I was from. So I just ended up saying Portsmouth. And of yeah. course, because I support Portsmouth as a football team, it's kind of easy for people to kind of get it. Yeah. But I feel like maybe I should give Gosport a bit more respect. Yeah, you should. Yeah. yeah. Now Matt Ritchie's playing in the Premier League. He's yeah. from Gosport. Is he? Yeah, perhaps I should give it a bit more He's respect. a player as well, isn't he? Absolute on, player. On the radio once, we had him on on the phone and I asked him what his local pub was. Mm. And he said, I haven't got a local pub. And I was like, that's probably why you're a football player. Like, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so what happened in the changing room? Um, no, we just convinced the ref because the ref was uh, like a younger lad. And 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 we were like, you're not calling this off. And we managed to convince him the whole game. He he didn't want to be he didn't want to be there. He kept he kept going skipper skipper. And I turned around. He's like, we've got to call this off. <laughs> but, All the way through the game. Yeah yeah. yeah. But um, we 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 were against the wind first half, and we were only two one down. And he comes up to me and was like, we're calling this off at half time. So like, you're fucking joking. We're against the wind, and yeah. we're only two one down. So I convinced him to carry on. We lost three one. Oh really? Yeah. That's so he, he all the way through the game. He was saying all the way through. He must have asked me eight times. What, eight do, times. Do you say in the changes before the game? Don't worry, ref. We play on the deck anyway. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. We have to keep it on the deck. Yeah, yeah. He came up to me at half time. He went, "Just seen that um, Man City versus West Ham's been postponed, <laughs> <laughs> but East Tottenham versus Heatherset isn't." Yeah. Uh, no, our, our goalkeeper took a goal kick at one point. Went out for a corner. We can see the corner from. <laughs> Is he a bad keeper? No, the wind. Yeah, no, I get that. But yeah, is he oh, a bad he's keeper? shit. He is, he is terrible. <laughs> he's uh, yeah, he's from Boston in New York, and he just rocked up, didn't know anyone, and went, "Can I play?" He was like, "Yeah, go and go." He uh, he had the ball once in his hands, ready to do a drop kick, and uh, he just held on to it for ages. I was playing centre back at the time. I was like, "Travis, Travis, kick the ball," and he just sort of like looked at me. He was like, "I got this. I got this." Yeah. I went. 
you've got about three seconds left. He just looked at me and laughed. I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not joking. You have six seconds to do this. And he's the kind of keeper where the ball would go out for goal kick, but he'd try and drop kick it out and all sorts. It's an embarrassment. <laughs> so he doesn't even know the rules of the game. doesn't know the rules. Where did you say he was from? Boston. You said Boston in New York? Uh, Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's confusing. Yeah. And we have got some American listeners and they will uh, never listen again <laughs> sorry. if we go Boston, sorry. New York. I meant Brooklyn. I okay. meant Brooklyn. How, yeah. did they, how did they end up in the in the glorious town of Hedersett? Um, I can't believe you re- retained that information there. That's good. You're a model pro. Yeah, I, I've had some guests on Happy Hour before. They've told me their name and I forgot it 20 minutes in and it's awkward. Yeah. yeah. So you are a pro. Uh, no, no he, sorry, John. Carry he, on. He... he, he <laughs> <laughs> he he's uh, he's on the base RAF base just outside oh, okay. Norwich at Lake and Heath. So and you've got no other candidates for goalkeeper. No, no. I'll be honest. When you asked me to um, come in and fill in for Pete on this show, I didn't think I'd be doing a five-minute segment about Travis, our American goalkeeper. <laughs> That's how it goes, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah I like no it. Plan. Do you know what I did? I did. I did a um, escape room yesterday. Yeah, did you? Have you done one? Yeah, I've done so many. So I was. I one thing that made me realise is that when I found out I was getting this escape room thing for for, for Christmas, like mm. it was me. You've got an escape room. Yeah, <laughs> just a pill in your house. Yeah, get out of that, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> is that what your dad was cleaning the anvil? I've double locked it. Yeah, <laughs> my dad cleaning the anvil is another story. I'll tell you that in a minute. It okay. sounds rude, but it's not. Um, then my parents got myself and my wife, my sister and my brother-in-law an escape room present because they thought it'd be fun. Like, yeah. and it was really fun. Mm. But when I found out I got the escape room. I, I realised, I think I was the only person under the age of 40 on earth who hadn't done one before. Yeah, a lot of people have done it, mate. Oh, Fiona, my partner, yeah. she absolutely loves them. We yeah. must have done six in the past year. Have you always got out of them? Always. Yeah, we did, we did it in 48 minutes. I was quite proud of did that. You? Did you? Did you? Quite a tough one as well. Yeah, where'd you do this? Secret Studios in East London. Oh, right. I've never done, done, never done one in London. No, I've done two in Prague recently. You're what? scared of London, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, true, true. Yeah. London's an escape room for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Get out as quickly as I can. Is there any train? <laughs> yeah. Any train? Yeah. 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 Did you do well, in Prague? Yeah, done two in Prague, yeah. But funny story, the set, we, we did the first one. It was incredible. It's the best escape room I've ever did. Free rooms, laser beams. You have to go through everything. It was it was incredible. So afterwards, we, kept, we, we, uh, we booked another one straight away for the next day. We smashed through it because one of the locks, right, uh, this is not going to paint me in a good picture at all, but I remember there's a certain type of lock you can just open if you listen to, like, the combination when, nice. it, when it clicks. I come from a rough part of Norwich, yeah, right? Yeah. And um, we, we were doing the first first room, and I could just hear the lock clicking, so I just opened this, this lock, impressed Fiona, and um, yeah. we got straight through to the last room. I was like, we've bypassed so much, we're going to get the record here. We were stuck on this one key for ages. We couldn't find this key. We was looking up at the um, TV where they show the hints. Couldn't find the key, couldn't find the key. About five minutes from time, we'd wasted half an hour trying to find this key. The guy that's running (laughs) running the escape rooms come in, in broken English, going, sorry, forgot to put key. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. Money back? No, uh, I think we got 50% off. Which is a piss take. I've ruined the experience for you. You can have half your money back. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah. See how you're making money. Yeah. That's outrageous. Yeah. When we turned up, there was another group of like 20 people that was doing one as well. Right. So um, he put us, I knew it was going to be bad from the start because he put us in the room and forgot to tell us to look at the screen <laughs> for the story. So it's just like, this is not good. No. This is not good. No, but they are good. And I do encourage anyone out there who's not done one to do one. Can I spoiler people listening by saying something about the one I did yesterday? Go on. Is it, I don't want to. I'll, well, I'll say it anyway. Well, I, won't, I, won't, I won't give the name of the escape room, so I don't spoil it. Yeah. I just, I've just said it's in East London, yeah. so it could be anywhere. I yeah. mean, it's East London, so there's probably about 50 of them. Yeah. You're in this room, yeah. 
and it's like set up as a kind of horror one. Obviously, you're in this room. It's an escape room. <laughs> um, and anyway, at some point, I won't put too fine a point on it, but you've got to unlock a lock mm. um, to get into a wardrobe. Right? right. It's fucking funny, right? So you get to that stage, and it's a combination lock. And to get the combination, you need to find the code. And you've got to do a lot of stuff to get the code, right? Mm. As you start doing the code, someone bangs on the wardrobe from inside it. What? So you're like... what? So tell me they don't have an actor in there the whole time. I'm not going to tell you, but I right. absolutely shit a brick. I bet you did. Because you do not expect someone to be in a fucking wardrobe. No. It was awful, but it's really, really good. So there is someone in there then? I ain't going to tell you, but it was mental. All right, tell me off that. I'll tell you later. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you later. All but right. I like the fact that you said you really impressed Fiona by uh, picking a lock. <laughs> Imagine her going back to her parents the first time. What's he like? Well, he's a thief. He is a thief. <laughs> he's a thief. Yeah. But apart from that, he's all right. I've got no argument for No, that. you haven't. All right, after the break, we're going to do some emails. People can obviously email in hello at lukeandpeteshow.com to get in touch. Loads of you have already. Uh, just the other side of the break, we'll do those uh, with Jack as well. Bear me a sec. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think that's O-Town. Does that mean anything to you? Nothing. I think it's O-Town, a boy band that Pete discovered that he really liked right. a while back. Yeah. We discovered like a boy band called Email. 
Did you? From the nineties, but it's spelt M A L E, like a male. Oh right. Jeez, so so was it a play on? Yeah. Oh. And we went down this route of different really bad boy when, bands. So when the emails come in then? What do you mean? Oh uh, yeah. So I think I think probably around that time. What nineties? I think probably mid to late nineties. Yeah. Oh, gee, I, I, I remember the internet coming in, but I don't know if I thought emails were a bit before. But do you remember a world before internet? Yeah, I remember. My, well, I remember my nan getting dial-up. Do you remember that the horrible dial-up? Yeah, yeah that was because I remember being because Pete and I often talk about this. I remember I'm old enough to to remember that when I first saw the idea of the internet on the news, mm-hmm. being like, "This is unbelievable." Yeah, like, I, I, I cannot get my head around how mad this is. What? So, what, what was your? If you can remember that time. How different is the reality of the internet to what you thought it was going to be? Well, on one hand, because obviously it's improved since anyway, but it's obviously on one level amazing, but on one level much worse. <laughs> I think people predicted how mad the world was going to go because of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because what's happened is, loads, if you've got a guy in a small town, let's say Hedeset, yeah. right, who has got some pretty problematic ideas about women yeah. or ethnic minorities, yeah. that's probably going to be old-fashioned that's probably going to be limited to like the local pub mm, they'll be all over it there yeah, yeah. <laughs> so actually yeah. yeah okay so bad example you understand what i mean yeah whereas now he can find a hundred thousand of the other ones who like think like that yeah otherwise he never would have met yeah and they can form a movement start a movement yeah and all of a sudden the president of the united states is, is donald trump so, yeah so it can be pretty problematic but anyway emails hello at lukeandpeteshow.com mm. so jack i know you won't be well across all the stuff we've talked about recently because you're a very busy, busy man but i will give you explainers on these emails as we go, yeah. if you feel like you need them, all right? Okay. So one of the pieces of homework we set a couple of weeks ago, which we set every Thursday, so you and I will set that later in the week. Um, Pete said that he, he would like Pete, our listeners to um, create the best sausage they can, but just with stuff that's in their house at this moment. That is okay. so Pete, isn't and it? It is so Pete, and none of the suggestions have been anything less than horrific. Right. There's not been one edible one. So the latest one comes from Joe Brand. Mm. Uh, sorry, Joe Brown, not mm. Joe Brand. Mm. She does Bake Off. Um, it says, one slice of ham, spread peanut butter evenly across the diameter. Right, peanut butter and ham. Mm. Roll that up mm. and bosh, you've got yourself a salty, nutty sausage. Don't mind it, Luke. Would you eat that? Yeah. Would you not? Have you put that in there because you think that's a disgusting suggestion? I just think it's a little bit niche. Yeah, of course it's niche, but I mean, you're making a fucking sausage from things you find in the house. Yeah. So, it's got pork in it, I guess. <laughs> so that's a start. Unless you've got, like, sausage meat and casing. <laughs> that's true, yeah. yeah. They're all going to be quite what, niche. One we heard last week was, um, take a banana skin mm-hmm. off a banana, Yeah, fill the empty banana skin with oatmeal. <laughs> Luke's explaining this to me, his hands are down by his crotch. <laughs> like, <laughs> I put my hands on the table. Yeah. And then seal it with honey. What? But then you're eating the skin. I know. That's mental. Yeah. No. It's not good. I'd prefer the little salty nut sausage here. <laughs> clip, clip that out. <laughs> did, you, did you have a rumour in your school as a kid? I'd love to know if these rumours went through generations. Did you have a rumour where if you boiled down and cooked um, banana skins for long enough, you can make drugs out of them? No. That was like an urban myth at our school. Was it? Yeah. No, no. What are some of your urban myths at school? Did you ever do the one where, I don't know if this isn't an urban myth, this is a health and safety concern, but um, where you'd breathe in and out like t- 30 oh, times, yeah. put your hands across, your, no, so then so, you'd go, put your Someone back, hit you in the chest or something? Someone, someone would press you against the chest until you passed out. Did you ever pass out? 
Uh, I did, but then now looking back on it, I can't remember if I was just pretending to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to fit in. But did you not have like other myths about like people who put like, um, well, this did actually happen at our school. Someone put drawing pins on the bottom of the swimming pool. No? Yeah. Wow. And then, um, yeah, but things like, things how, like how do you, is that a myth or did you? No, that a... actually did happen, thinking about it. <laughs> but, but, but like stories about like, um, yeah, you kick down banana skins, you can make drugs, or if you went to the, sh- so I remember some kids at our school going to the shop and buying non-alcoholic lager right and then putting sugar sachets in it saying that that activated the alcohol you could get pissed that kind of stuff <laughs> that is such bullshit isn't yeah. it what about do you remember them little um, aliens you could get in the little pods yeah do you remember somebody said that if you put two of them in the freezer overnight they have a baby <laughs> that is ridiculous that is ridiculous man <laughs> my mate reckons that actually happened and people say they're more backward in Norwich yeah <laughs> So you're happy with the sausage? How would you, what, what what do you think you could make out of your uh, in terms of a sausage in your house? Well, I've been um, trying to cut down a little bit on meat, not okay. loads. I, I love meat; it's all yeah. I eat. But yeah. um, on Friday, we made um, we had vegetarian hot dogs, and I didn't. I was eating the hot dog like, and it was just like a normal sausage, just a carrot in a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in a banana skin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was um, it was actually nice. And I asked, I, I didn't, I didn't want to know what was in it. Until no. I'd finished it, because it put me off. Yeah. And apparently it's like tofu and beans and shit like that. So I imagine, if I had to make a sausage, I'd just get some baked beans, mush it up, roll it up. Imagine that, a baked bean hot dog. Yeah, what are you putting it in, though, to keep it in? Because at the moment, that's just beans, isn't it? Yeah, that, that is. I mean, I'll, I'll give you a pass on this, but I mean, thinking about it, just beans, roll them up. <laughs> <laughs> Who's rolling up beans? Uh, You're going to have to stay within the realms of like... Accepted laws of physics. Yeah. What about if I got some bread and I rolled it into like a thin bit of bread and I put that in? So it's like a bean sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever heard of bread ball? No. You get a slice of bread, mm. you roll it up. Oh, it's like a ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a really basic pizza express dough ball that you don't cook and it's just bread. Yeah, and you have no garlic butter or oil on, no, so it's disgusting it in every disgusting, way. Yeah. yeah, I think I'd only done that when I'm like feeding the ducks and you want to launch one. Don't give them bread. What? It's bad for them. Should be giving ducks bread. Really? No. I, I live, there's a river outside my house. So I just, I, I used to just frisbee bits of bread out of the window. No, don't give them bread. I thought they loved bread. Think, think about it, Jack. Before humans come along, are ducks eating bread? Is a duck, do you think, got the skills <laughs> to, to be able to bake a loaf of bread and then eat it? <laughs> no, but I don't think, I, that's never crossed my mind. That's not how I base things. Like, when I feed my dog ham, I don't, oh, actually, no, that's completely different, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You should be giving ducks bread. You are right. It's bad for them. You are right. Do you think anything about evolution has taught them how to digest bread? No. No, exactly. And, and I heard that if you give, um, have you heard the one about pigeons and rice? I don't know if I want to hear it. It's just horrific. If you give them rice, apparently they explode. I don't know if that's true because I, I think just by coincidence I would at some point have seen a pigeon explode by then. <laughs> I never have. <laughs> no, because apparently the rice expands quickly. It does, it does if you... Um, yeah, rice does expand when you cook yeah, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, so if you, so, give it, if you give loads of uncooked rice... Well, don't do that either. Be nice to animals. I don't get... Yeah, I try to. Yeah. I thought giving bread to a duck... Was being nice. You see that in the movies. That was in Rosie and Jim once. That's not a movie. <laughs> <laughs> talking, of, talking of bread... Yeah. Um, we talk about this on Happy Hour a lot. I dip my toast in my tea. Is that weird? I've never heard of it before. I, but I knew you did it because I've heard it on your show, but yeah. I, I don't know if anyone else has ever done that. Where, oh. did, where did you learn that from? Your granddad? Yeah, uh, my mum does that, actually. 
So Sam from Set Meals, who came on this last week, yeah. he's an advocate of putting butter in coffee. Yes, because when I dip my buttery... Because when I say I dip it in tea, I dip it in tea, coffee, whatever. Just not hot chocolate, it's taking the piss. But I'll put, mm. like, toast in the coffee. Then I drink the coffee, and I swear to God it's the nicest coffee I've ever had. I think butter gives it a bit of a sheen and a bit... Because, you know, when, when you see, like, chefs making amazing meals on, like, cooking shows, mm. it's basically... A lot of it's just salt and butter, right? Yeah. It's really rich, really fatty, really salty. Yeah. And that's what people like. To, it just it's just a nice experience to eat it yeah so it's probably something to do with that yeah I've ne- I, I would probably not do that though uh, okay well I know this isn't the the we're, we're not suggesting the homework yet and we've got some good ones um, for next Thursday for yeah. next week yeah, yeah. Uh, for no, Thursday for that, sorry this week, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but just as a little mini one if I can just break the, break the laws of the show get just go and have a try go and dip okay. your t- toast in, in your coffee or your tea yeah and, uh, and another little uh, hack take your toast out halfway through butter it then then put it back in, carry on the toasting process. The butter's gone into the bread. Lovely. No that's mess. a mind blow, that. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's good, that. I never thought about that. Will it not drip into the electronics? No, I've never, I've never fucked up. The electrics? Nah. No. All right. Give Hello at lukeandpeach.com. Let us know you get on with that. Toasting tea, butter your toast halfway through. I'm going to double check that's not a health and safety thing before. Well, if you've got a grill... You just do it on the grill. Do it on the grill, yeah. But I do it in the toaster all the time. Did you see as well, somebody um, turned their toaster on the side, put the cheese on. You can do cheese on toast in the toaster. That's really good as well. Because when I make cheese on toast, I, I put it under the grill one half, turn it over, then put the cheese on. Do you? Yeah. Because oh. then you've got the bottom toasted as well. Right, yeah. But then the bit under the under the cheese is not as toasty as the other underside. Tell me about your scrambled egg method, because Sam was very passionate about that last week. Um, I don't really, I can't really do scrambled egg. I just get Fiona to do it. <laughs> Anyone can do that. <laughs> Anyone can cook scrambled egg. Not me. <laughs> you just, so basically, your your scrambled egg technique is officially my fiance does it for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you want me to do? Talk you through how I make scrambled egg? Yeah. Two scrambled eggs in a or three, however many you want. So you whisk them round. You put them in a cup. Yeah. Bit of milk, bit of pepper. Bit of milk. Yes. That deadens the flavour. Does don't, it? Don't be putting milk in there. Oh, I've got to have words with her then. Don't put milk in there. And then you pour it into a hot pan full of butter. Yeah. And then you just whisk it until it's ready. And you, I've heard that you should always take it off the pan before it's done. Yeah, because it carries on cooking. Regi- you don't residual heat. But Sam's very passionate about no milk, butter, loads of butter in the pan, loads of salt and pepper, but fold the eggs. Don't whisk them. I've heard in the pan. fold, yeah. yeah. Traps the air or Apparently something. Apparently so, it makes them fluffier. Yeah. Anyway, what about this from Brad, who's got in touch saying, um, okay, guys, uh, but hearing the bit today about the man burying his bicycle he thought was stolen, reminded me of this. This is an email from last week. A guy who, uh, old fella, thought his bike, this bike was stolen, so he just buried it in the back garden. I don't know why. Right. Um, he says, uh, no names have been shared to protect the guilty, but we'll just say a relative of one of my relatives once bought a Chevy Camaro because he had always wanted to drive one. It didn't matter at all to him that he couldn't afford the car. After a few messages from debt collection for not paying the monthly instalments, but before the repo man came around to take the car away, he did what any sensible adult would do. He took a large excavator and dug a massive hole on his land out in the middle of nowhere, buried the car, and then called it in as stolen to get the whole deal settled and wiped clean. I've got some issues with that. Which well, fraud. Yeah. It's one of them. <laughs> yeah. And if he, he can't afford the repayments, but he can afford to take out a large... Digger. <laughs> yeah, he must yeah. just add the digger. Yeah. Sell that. Yeah. Get the car. Imagine if he's rented that, can't afford that, so he's got to get a bigger thing to <laughs> bury, bury that. that. Yeah. <laughs> like a Russian doll. It's like that, that YouTube video of the of the um the crane trying to pick the thing out of the uh the harbour. 
and that goes in the harbour. Yeah. They get a bigger crane and yeah. try and pull that out. Where does yeah. it end? Yeah, no, that just seems like you're making a rod for your own back there. You are. Don't get the car if you can't afford it. You're giving yourself more admin. Yeah. Aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. And also, by the way, if he's, I mean, Brad hasn't said this, but if the person who's done that has done that to go, right, once they all go away, mm. I'll get it out again, drive it again, mm. is it still going to work with all that mud in the engine and stuff? No, that's going to be quite heavy. Quite a heavy soilage you've got on the top there. Yeah. Have you got an email, Jack? Um, I have got an email, yes. Um, he says, ra- rapidly trying to find one. Yeah, because uh, they were the two I, were gonna, I was going to choose. I'm oh, sorry, mate. I've, I've stitched you up there, haven't I? That's all right, mate. It's your show. I'll start one over for you there, look. There's uh, one right there. I'll start it for you. Can I, can I do hospital beer? Yeah, of course. All right, cool. This is uh, a type of beer that people like to drink, right? Yeah. Hospital beer? Yeah. Sounds a bit bleak. You've, you've probably sp- like chatted about this on previous episodes. What's your favourite type of beer? I like a, I like a sundown of G&T. I like a end of the day's work hot day beer. Yeah. I like a shower beer. I like a train beer. Yeah. See, train beers always make me feel ill. It's the movement. Yeah, it's the movement. Are you very good at that? I'm not suggesting you have a problem, but are you very good at just having the one beer? Yeah, I'm not bad at that. Are you a two, three man? No, I, I can. I'm quite good. I can. I can just have one. Yeah, yeah. Fair I, enough. I, I mean, I'll be honest. I prefer to have two or three, but I, yeah. I, can't, I can't have one. But you know, um, there are certain rules about when you can have beers, and they go out of the window in certain situations. One is at a wedding. Right. Have a beer at any time at a wedding. No one's yeah. going to say anything. No. Because you're there all day anyway. Yeah. Airport. Yeah. Have a beer whenever you want. Yeah, that's beer. weird, isn't it? Yeah. You can get to Weatherspoons at like nine in the morning. Earlier. Yeah. I've seen people on Stag, none of them are enjoying it. Yeah. But I've seen people on Stag weekends, they're at 4.30 in the morning having a pint of Guinness. Yeah. I'm going on a Stag in two months' time and the guy was like, yeah, we'll meet there at seven, we'll get a beer down us. I was like, that sounds horrific. Yeah, I don't want like, that. No, I don't no. want that. No no, no one's going to be enjoying that. No. They're just doing it to keep up appearances. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, do your email. Sorry, mate. Um, Hospital beer. Amazing. Uh, hi chaps, I really enjoyed the chat about all the different types of beers on last week's episode. At one point, I think Luke mentioned a hospital beer, and it got me thinking about a particularly wholesome beer event from a few years of back. I have never mentioned a hospital beer. <laughs> It'd be hugely disrespectful <laughs> to the people I'm visiting in the hospital. Uh, I was working in a local pub in the uh, provincial northeast. Is that I said that word? Pro- provincial, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, northeast Scottish town of Stonehaven. I had a request from the daughter of Ernie, a gentleman well into his eighties, the kind of man who would wear a suit every day and go to the pub for a pint and a half of beer. A rarer breed of man, a, a rarer breed of pub man, you don't see as often nowadays. Yeah, you don't, do you? Do you see him in your local pub? No, 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 no. When I worked at Bella, I was telling you about. We had yeah. a guy who used to come in all the time. He had medals on. He was yeah. like a war veteran. And then one day, this taxi driver come to pick him up. And he was like, don't believe a fucking word he says. He's, <laughs> really? Yeah, he's really? just bullshit. Well, just... first of all, I've got alarm bells ringing because his local pub is a Bella Italia. <laughs> <laughs> Who yeah. chooses that as a pub? He used to just come and sit at the bar every day. Right. Stop me from doing my work. Right, anyway. Unfortunately, Ernie couldn't make... Uh, couldn't make it for his usual evening pint due to a hospital trip, sad. So uh, had insisted his daughter fill up a flask with a couple of pints of bitter from the pub. Canned bottle just wouldn't do it. Apparently the nurses in the hospital had agreed to turn a blind eye to questioning what was in Ernie's hydro flask. I'm sure this was technically illegal, but we gladly <laughs> obliged and poured a couple of pints of Bellhaven Best into the flask and away she went to bring it to him in the hospital. While I'm not sure this is the secret to lasting health, I can confirm Ernie did make a speedy recovery and uh, was back on the premises again that summer. Keep up yeah. the good work. Not sure they sh- should the nurses be doing that? Um, no. Nah. Don't I, don't, so. I don't know I want to be looked after by a nurse who says, yeah, I mean, look, kneel by mouth because you've got your operation tomorrow, but... Yeah. What, pint and a half of Bellhaven Best in a flask? That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Let me just check the chart. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Hello, doctor. Is that all right? Yeah, it's fine. 
shouldn't be doing it. No, no, I just don't think the the idea of a like the concept of a hospital there <laughs> shouldn't be right. Cancels yeah. each other out, doesn't it? I, well, I think if he's in, if that's his local pub and he's in there every day and he's going in for a routine kind of thing, mm. he can have a couple of days off the beer. Yeah, yeah, nothing bad's gonna happen. No, no. Have you heard that story about the old lady that um she she was she was she was dying and um she was she, I think she was nil by mouth and uh, she she had asked one of the nurses she'd always have a little nightcap of whiskey mm. and um what because she was reaching her final moments uh, or final days I should say uh, she asked the the nurse if she could have a little bit of whiskey to go to sleep and the the nurse was like sorry I can't do it can't do it like it's, it's illegal if I do it and then went home felt incredibly guilty so thought fuck it like what else has she got so went mm. to the shop. Got a, got some whiskey and uh, left it by her bedside table. And the next morning she come back and uh, the woman hadn't drunk it. So she feared the worst. And then the woman woke up and she went, you haven't drunk your whiskey. She went, that's Jack Daniels. It tastes like piss. <laughs> <laughs> Bless her. Very good. <laughs> On that bombshell, we are going to get out of here. That is Monday's episode of the Luke and Pete Show. Me, Luke and Jack over there. We'll be back on Thursday with some more good stuff um, we'll set some homework as well thank we you will. very much Jack been a pleasure um, get that Jack Daniels down here and we'll see you on <laughs> Thursday this was a Stakhanov production Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.